welcome to the Arts Armory podcast. Today's topic, color. There can be no doubt that color is hugely important to art. But as it has been important to art, it is also equally important to life. Color is ubiquitous. It is all around us. It is a universal language and one we use to communicate with each other across the world. The universality of color, the constants of color, is what makes color so important when looking at, deciphering, understanding, and even creating art. For this reason, some artists choose not to use color, which is a choice of color in itself. The absence of color is just as informative as the presence of it. A quick example of some of the ways we use color and only color to communicate with each other. If you've ever driven or really just been in a car, you've probably stopped at a traffic light. Most traffic lights the world over are comprised of lights of three different colors. Those colors are red, yellow, and green. As we know, the red light indicates stop. The yellow light indicates that you should slow down. And the green light, of course, means go. The light does not have to say stop, slow, and go for us to know what the message is. We have learned the message. We have learned to associate each of those colored lights with their message, stop, slow, and go. Street signs, at least where I'm from, mirror that color message. Stop signs generally are red. Highway signage often is green. But why do we choose red for the stop sign? We can associate the color red with a variety of different messages. Often, red is the color of love, or red can also be the color of anger. Colors are contextual. Reading a color in context is the same as reading a word in context. Read and red are spelled the same way. It's on the rest of the sentence to tell you which version of the word you're actually looking at. Red is a very intense color, which associates it with a lot of stronger, more visceral emotions, such as love, anger, rage. In that way, stop is a very definite and strong command. Therefore, the stop sign is red. Another example of a common color, green. Green means go. Green is also representative of the earth, foliage, plant life, things that are peaceful and easygoing. Hence, you guessed it, go. However, green can also stand for greed and money and envy. So green, as with all the other colors, is indicative of its context. This translates into art in a variety of ways. As an artist myself, I intentionally use color to drive home the messages in my pieces. Most artists, if not all, who use color, use color in this similar way. Each version of a color that I use in a painting or a drawing. Each shade is chosen with care in order to drive home whatever message I'm trying to convey. Another example of a striking and deliberate use of color from art history, Pablo Picasso famously, earlier in his career, after the tragic death of one of his friends, started painting largely in cool and blue tones. This has been labeled by art historians as his blue period. His artwork from this period is literally blue. 
This is often conflated with his grief and his sadness. Blue is, to our modern understanding, associated with sadness, grief, and depression. The figures in these paintings tell enough of a story of sadness and ill fortune. The blue tones and the cool tones of these works drive that message home, which surely Picasso intended. Throughout art history, blue has held other significance. If you were to look at old paintings, not only were most of these paintings religious paintings, not only would you find about a million paintings of the Madonna with child, but you would notice something else too. In those paintings of the Madonna and child, you'll notice most of the time the Madonna, Mary, is dressed in some shade of blue. The child, Jesus Christ, normally will be dressed in some form of red or pink. That is, of course, if he's dressed at all, which sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. For centuries, this was the case. This is how they were depicted. That color language became so widespread and so ingrained that for most of human history, boys would be dressed in red or pink, girls would be dressed in blue. Somewhere in more recent history, roughly around the 1950s, that changed. Pink became thought of more as an effeminate color, while blue was a stronger, more masculine color. And that change has brought us to today. Color language is just another tool in the artist's arsenal. Learning our color histories, learning our color language, ingraining it in our practice only stands to make our artwork better, to drive home the message that we try to send with our artwork. All colors have their meanings and all shades convey their own messages. Color can be a lifelong, never-ending study, especially with the ever-changing nature of language. Thank you again for joining us. If you'd like an extended version of this podcast, definitely check out my Patreon. The link is in the description. For more of my artwork, including links to and the blog that I run, check out the link in the description below. You can also follow me on Instagram, on TikTok, and Twitter. Thank you so much and join us again next time.